0: You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? Welcome into Locked On Cardinals for Thursday, September or excuse me, for Friday, so October the 1st. I'm recording this on Thursday, so my apologies there. But happy Friday, everybody. Happy October. So you're watching on YouTube. No, I did not sleep in my clothes and recording the same outfit. I'm recording this, as I just mentioned, on Thursday. So uh, busy day on Friday, so we're getting ahead of the schedule. Didn't have time to change the shirt. Busy week here at the University of Missouri for me. I am Lucas Smith, host of the Locked On Cardinals podcast. You can find my Twitter at LJ Fastball. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at lo underscore Cardinals. St. Louis just finished up a series win over Milwaukee. If you missed that episode because it was released after the game yesterday, uh, head over to your favorite podcasting platform after this, and you can hear my breakdown of my thoughts of that series. There we brought you in part today. The title sponsor is Spotify Green Room. Go ahead and download the Spotify Green Room app and find one of our locked on Rooms. It's hard to believe almost, but this is the regular season finale as the Cardinals are battling the Cubs in St. Louis, as I mentioned, and it seems like an eternity ago the Cardinals were opening opening up the home portion of their schedule against the Milwaukee Brewers all the way back in April. A lot, a lot has happened since then. I've become a college senior. The Cardinals are now in a playoff spot. The Cardinals now have a 17-game winning streak underneath their belts and just the season has been full of ups and downs. We'll be retrospective. We'll look back on the season at another time. Now the Cardinals continue having having to look forward as the postseason is very close. The um Major League Baseball announcing that the wild card game for the National League will take place at seven ten uh central standard time uh, so seven ten local uh would be the way to put that since it is uh or no seven ten central local time um would be 510 over there in uh, either Los Angeles or um, in San Francisco. Still TBD, but 810 Eastern would be the uh, defining way to put it. Sorry about that. Uh, but nevertheless, Cardinals still have some business to take care of against the Chicago Cubs and some fine tuning to do, as I said. So let's go ahead and get right into it as the Cardinals. Have their starters announced for this series? The Cubs, as of this recording, Thursday night, do not. But that's okay. We're, we're Cardinal focused here. We'll talk about the Cardinal starters, and the first one is interesting. The first one is Dakota Hudson, as he is making his second appearance of 2021. His only other appearance he went three and two thirds, three and two thirds of an inning against the Chicago Cubs. Uh, gave up, was tagged for two earned runs, gave up four hits, uh, did not give up a home run, and struck out two in that outing of relief against the Chicago Cubs this is his first start of 2021, coming off of Tommy John surgery last season. I'm not sure what we're going to expect from Dakota Houghton. I know that Mike Shields has said somewhere between 70 and 75 pitches, so you would have to think anywhere from five, maybe six innings if he was really efficient, maybe closer to four to five innings. At this point, this weekend is going to be about getting people work. Getting guys like Dakota Hudson work. Getting guys like Jack Flaherty some work. Some fine tuning. Some ready to go. Because you've already got your starter, Adam Wainwright, lined up. He's not going to make another start uh, this weekend. He's going to be your starter for the wild card game. Talked about that on yesterday's show. Talk about it a little bit more on today's. But if you missed the rotation lineup, it's Dakota Hudson tomorrow as I have already mentioned. Uh, 7.15 Central, the first pitch. 6.15 is the time for uh, Saturday's game, John Lester making that start against Adrian Sampson for the Chicago Cubs. And then the Sunday matinee, a uh, l- little bit later than a matinee, I suppose, at 2.15 uh, Central Time is going to be Jake Woodford versus Alec Mills. Alec Mills, the author of The No-Hitter a number of years ago. But the Cardinals have three starters going that are just going to – one of them and Dakota and just trying to get some work. John Lester is going to look to uh, – Rebound after a tough start against the Chicago Cubs, and Jake Woodford is going to try and prove himself, in my opinion, to make the Major League roster. I'm not saying he should, but that's what he's going to try to do. And he's going to try and prove himself to make the roster. That's what his start's going to be about on Sunday. For Dakota Hudson, you're looking at how he's progressed. How has he progressed from his last start, from his rehab starts down in Memphis? Where is he at? What can we expect from him in the postseason? That's the question that I'm looking for to get answered in tonight's game on Friday. Can we expect four to five or five to six innings from him in less than three earned runs, or is it more of three to four innings? And we'll see. We'll, we'll see if we can even go that far with him. Who knows? Last time out, we saw three and two thirds of an inning in his first major league action of the 2021 season, and we'll have to see what he can do from that. It's all about building off of that start. We saw some good things from Hudson. I was at that game that he pitched. He pitched effectively. He was able to eat some innings for the St. Louis Cardinals in a start that you knew you were only going to get at most. At most two, but most likely one inning from Jack Flaherty. You didn't even get that, so Hudson was able to eat some innings, and one of those earned runs that I mentioned, he wasn't even on the mound to give up. Uh, it was somebody, uh, an inherited runner scored on a sacrifice fly. Uh, that was The damage was limited, so Dakota Hudson really can, can build off that. He's got some stuff to build off of from his most recent start, and that's what he's going to look for to do against the Chicago Cubs. When you look at the Cubs roster against Hudson with the recent... I guess it's not recent anymore, but the fire sale that happened this year, there's not a lot of experience on this Cubs roster against Dakota Hudson. The guy with the most at-bats is Ian Happ, and he surprisingly have, has bad numbers against Hudson, one for seven for a 143 batting average. Uh, Wilson Contreras is one for five against him. Everybody else, uh, Nico Horner is 0 for five against him. Everybody else has two or less at-bats. This is according to MLB.com game day page. So Dakota Hudson will look to use the small sample size he has against this Cubs roster because a lot of new faces, a lot of guys that Dakota Hudson wouldn't have seen even last year because he was out due to injury. So this is something that, uh, or out late last year due to injury, I beg your pardon. Um, But still, a lot of these guys would not have been on the team last year just because you you had a Bryant, you had a Rizzo and a Baez. So these are are three positions right there that are occupied by new faces. So that's going to be a, Possibly a challenge for Hudson, but I've always thought the first time around, the first time you see a pitcher, advantage goes to the pitcher. So Dakota Hudson will most likely have an advantage. And I'm a big fan of Dakota Hudson's game. I love the sinker-slider combination, gets ground balls. When he's right and when he's healthy, he's going to go deep into a game or has the ability to go deep into a game. He can get you a double play ball. That's what made him so efficient out of the bullpen in his first season is that he was able to get ground balls. He was the TJ McFarland of his day. Maybe a little bit better than TJ McFarland, but nevertheless was able to produce a ground ball when he needed to. That's what he that that is his strength. That sink that heavy sinker is going to get him some ground balls. And if the Cardinals have their stellar defense out there, which they seem to night in and night out at this point, then you got to feel pretty good about Dakota Hudson's chances on Friday. Offensively, I I I don't think you're going to see a fully regular lineup for the rest of this series, for the, therefore, for the rest of the season. I think you're always going to see at least one, maybe even two or three guys get days off. I'll talk about some guys that I want to see play coming up here in a little bit, but offensively, it's just going to be trying to continue to get reps, try and perform a little bit better than they have the last two days. Um, it, it's hard to be too negative right now with this Cardinal team, but in all honesty, getting shut out on Wednesday and only, you know, producing... A small number of hits uh, yesterday, or t- today, rather, on th- on Thursday. Um, it's kind of kind of upsetting, uh, to be honest, from the offensive standpoint. Uh, yes, they did score four runs and got the win, uh, but but only mustered up five hits uh, in Thursday's game. So from from the offensive perspective, for the whole weekend, I'd like to see them take better at-bats and kind of get back into that September mojo, if you will, to finish out the regular season. But really looking forward to see Dakota Hudson on the mound tonight on Friday. He's going to be looking to improve. All he's got to do, take the, take the next step in the... He's not even on a rehab anymore because he's in the major leagues. But take the next step on the road to getting back to the level of excellence that uh, he has shown us in the past. So that's what we're looking for on Friday. Uh, no Cubs starter announced as of this time for Friday um, for, for who they're going to start. So we'll see who they throw out. There could be a bullpen game. Uh, we're going to... Go ahead and take a quick break in the action um, to tell you about the Best Tasting Protein Bar. But when we come back, I'll break down the latter of the two games of this series. And then segment three, talking about how I want the Cardinals to kind of go about this final three days of the regular season. So that coming up here in just a moment. But first, as I mentioned, I want to tell you about the Best Tasting Protein Bar in the business. And that is Built Bar. They have nine incredible delicious flavors, including the occasional limited time flavor. Here are the nine regular flavors that you don't want to miss out on. Coconut, Cherry barcia, Raspberry, Mint Brownie, Double Chocolate, Salted Caramel, Strawberry, Orange, Cookies and Cream, German Chocolate as well. My favorite flavor, the Double Chocolate. I just put in an order for a new box. They ran out of mine the other day. They're all incredibly healthy, even though they're covered 100% in chocolate. You're getting the best of both worlds. Great tasting with the chocolate on every single bar, but they're healthy as well. 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, 4 to 5 grams of sugar, 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Order today. If you don't know which flavor to get, get yourself a mixed box. That is two of each of the nine flavors, so you can try them all. Built Bar is, the, is also the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. And I'll give you another reason to get Built Bar. You can save some money with this promo code LOCKED15, one LOCKED15, LOCKED15 gets you 15% off your order at built.com. L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, 15% off. They're healthy, they taste good, you can save some money. Three reasons to get yourself some book Bars, so head over and use promo code LOCKED15 today to save 15% off your order at built.com. Saturday and Sunday, uh, see the Cardinals sending out left-hander John Lester and right-hander Jake Woodford. Uh, John Lester coming off a, a, not really a great start against the Chicago Cubs. His, his former team, his return to Wrigley probably didn't go as planned or did not go as planned um, for, for John Lester his final line. In that start, that, that, that the Cardinals obviously come back and won because it was during their winning streak. Ended up being five innings, eight hits, three earned runs. He walked three and struck out six. So was it terrible, end of the world? Oh my gosh, what did John Lester just do? No. But again, you you like to see closer to the six innings, two run runs that he had his previous two starts against the Brewers and the Mets. Can't get it every time out, but John Lester will be looking to kind of right the ship here in his start on Saturday. The, the nerves, in my opinion, are probably what got to him on Saturday or in his most recent start against the Chicago Cubs, which was um, was last Saturday in the, in the Victory Blues. So I think that... The fact that he has a start against the Cubs underneath his belt and the fact that he's pitching in St. Louis where it's going to be cheering 100% for him, not just clapping for his return. But those two factors, I think, are going to help him in the start to say that, okay, you've done this before. Now it's time to go out there and do a job and get outs and pitch well for your team, which right now is the St. Louis Cardinals. Had a great career with Chicago, had great moments with Chicago, helped bring a championship back to Chicago. That's all fine. And well, I'm not trying to be too negative or, you know, harp on anything with John Lester, but I will say that this next start on Saturday you'd like to see it be a little bit better. Um, obviously, even if the Cardinals do find a way to quote unquote stumble into the playoffs via losing the series or getting swept or however you want to say it, if they do stumble in, They're still in, and that is a huge positive, and that's the only thing that we can ask for at this point. They're in, and that is a huge positive. Anything can happen once you get in, but you still want these guys to be on a high note once they get in, which is why I think it's such a huge thing that Dylan Carlson is finally— not not finally, but Dylan Carlson's getting hot right before the postseason starts. He is a huge bat that you want in this lineup going at the right time. When this lineup is going, it's deadly. We've seen that even beyond just a 17-game winning streak. When this lineup is going, it's going really well. So that's what you want to see from the pitching staff as well. John Lester needs to write the ship a little bit, go six innings, give up that less than three earned runs that we've talked about, and I think that he can do that. This is not a very dangerous Cubs lineup at all. At all. No disrespect to anybody on that roster, but when you match it up, this is one of those, even on paper, the Cardinals are the superior team. Chicago just, again, if you want to... Talk more about the Chicago Cubs downfall. We can spend some time on another, another podcast talking about that. But this is not the same Cubs team the Cardinals were playing back in May or even in June. This is a Cubs team that is reeling hard, that is hit on some tough times with after the trade deadline. So hopefully, John Lester can can take advantage of that. When you're looking at the Cubs numbers against John Lester again, because. This one is because of Lester playing on the Cubs, but also the fact that there really aren't many guys on the roster that have been here a long time. Slim Pickens, Sergio Alcántara is two for three. David Bodie's two for three. Wilson Contreras is four out of six. The only other one with more than six, or only two more than six, with at bats are Matt Duffy and uh, Trace Thompson. Trace Thompson has eight at bats, and Matt Duffy has seven. John Lester's only given up one home run to anybody on the Cubs roster according to to the MLB.com game day page. And that home run came to Wilson Contreras, who's four for six in his career against John Lester. So again, they did see him before, just like I saw Dakota Hudson before, but with the overall lack of experience against John Lester, advantage Lester especially with, with how crafty John Lester could be, and he's been around a long time, so he's had to adapt. He has had to change his, not necessarily change the way he pitches, but he's had to face people many, 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 many times that have seen him before and kind of change the game plan and roll with the punches. So we'll see if Lester can do that on Saturday. Sunday, as I mentioned in the open, or before we get to, to Sunday's game, the Cardinals will be facing against Adrian Sampson. Um, his most recent timeout was a pretty solid outing against the Cardinals, in all honesty. Six innings, three hits, gave up just two earned runs, and struck out four back on the 25th of September. he These guys matched up um, on that 25th of September start. And Sampson looked pretty good. Uh, he, he, he impressed for the most part. He was one of the, the few Cubs pitchers that weekend that did impress. So the Cardinals will have to look to do a little bit better job against Sampson. Slim Pickens again. Nobody with more than five at-bats on the Cardinals team. Harrison Bader is four out of five. Paul Goldschmidt's 0 oh out of five, as well as Yadier Molina. Everybody else has four or less. A home run by Harrison Bader against Sampson and a home run by Tyler O'Neill against Mr. Sampson are the two big blows that Sampson has given up. But nevertheless, Cardinals will just have to try and do a little bit better job. Um, find some holes. In the, uh, in the defense to face off against Samson a little bit better because they got to the bullpen in that Saturday start um, on the 25th is how they won that game. Um, and then Sunday, the final day of the regular season, Cardinals uh, first game starts at 3.05 Eastern, and then there's just a slew of games starting in that uh, 3 o'clock Eastern hour, the uh, every game will start, the latest the game will start will be at 320 Eastern. That's the Mets and the Braves. Cardinals fit in there right at 215 Central, 315 Eastern. And as I mentioned at the top, Jake Woodford, in my opinion, is going to be fighting for a playoff spot, playoff roster spot. Because now, especially now that you've got Michaelis back, it's been a while, he's going to get a spot. You've got Dakota Hudson, you've got Jack Flaherty. So Jake Woodford is going to be scratched and clawing for a playoff roster spot. Sunday's going to be, in my opinion, one of his last, you know, is going to be his last chance to do it if the Cardinals even wait that long to make a decision on a playoff roster. So Jake Woodford is going to have to do everything he can, going to have to bring his A game to impress Mike Schilt and the pitching staff. Uh, And I'm not saying that he's been unimpressive this season, but I'm also not saying he's been so impressive that you have to find a spot to get Jake Woodford on your roster. Some of you might be listening or watching right now and saying there's no way Jake Woodford's on my roster no matter what. I understand that, but when you look at his last three starts, they haven't been terrible. I would even argue his most recent one was very good. Four innings, two earned runs against the Mets, that's not terrible. Five innings, shut out baseball against the Brewers, that's pretty solid. Five and a third, just two earned runs against the Chicago Cubs in his most recent timeout. He was able to get through, didn't have necessarily his best stuff, but pitched well overall. So Jake Woodford, I think, that is someone that, that could help contribute to this Cardinal team in the future. You could argue he could be trade bait in the future. But Jake Woodford, I I don't think we've seen the last of Jake Woodford in a Cardinal uniform, even if he doesn't make the postseason roster because I think that he could still contribute um, when called upon. And Cardinals will be facing off against Alec Mills, author of A No-Hitter last year. Um, In his most recent outing on the 28th of September, uh, went five innings, seven hits, six earned runs, two walks, four strikeouts against the Pittsburgh Pirates. Alec Mills has not thrown a no-hitter recently. His start before that, gave up six earned runs and four innings against the Minnesota Twins. And the start before that in four and two-thirds, seven inning, he gave up four and runs against the Philadelphia the Phillies, gave up six hits in that start as well. Two bad offenses that Alec Mills has surrendered a lot of runs to. That's all I'm going to say. Not saying the Cardinals are going to start their A players on Sunday. Like I said at the top, I don't think we're going to see a regular one through eight lineup this weekend. You're always, I think you're always going to see two or th- maybe even three guys get a day off. That's just my prediction, how I feel about it. Is it right? Is it wrong? That's a different discussion. But I just think that is what's going to happen. So, prediction about this series is, is a very, very positive one because of who the Cardinals have, um, or who the Cardinals are going to be facing um, on on the mound. Even though the Cardinals have had a bit of a struggle offensively, but I just think that they're still still a very hot team right now. You know, one loss in the last 19 games. They went 17 and 0, 17 and one, another 18 and one in the last 19 a pretty solid stretch of baseball. And even with the slow offense yesterday, they were still able to find a win. So, i think the Cardinals are still able to find a win this weekend and win the series. I'm not going to predict a sweep. They might lose one game in the next three. Um, but again, it's not necessarily the results we're paying attention for in these last three games or that, not that I'm paying attention for. I'm paying attention for who, who's getting their reps and who's looking good. Uh, so, we'll talk about some players that I'd like to see this weekend and what else we can learn from this weekend as well. as a little bit about Adam Wainwright. Uh, but first, got to take our final break and tell you about some wonderful sponsors this first one is bet online they are back and better than ever football season is well underway bet online is your number one spot for all pro and college action this season they have a new updated site and interface and they have even more odds props and contests more ways for you to win money bet online continues to be the number one source for everything football head to the website and use your mobile device to sign up today to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use our promo code LOCKEDON, LOCKEDON for your 50% welcome bonus. Whether it's football, baseball, basketball, boxing, or your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait and take advantage of the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. And hey, Cardinal fans, this is Lucas Smith with an incredible opportunity, an incredible app that everybody who buys gas needs to know about. It's called Get Upside. My listeners and myself are making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas for every time they fill up. Just download the free Get Upside app in the App Store or Google Play right now and use promo code BASEBALL. You can get a bonus 25 cents per gallon on your first fill up. That is 50 cents. Cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside. Just download the app for 50%—should be 50 cent gallon cash back. Um, at people who are driving a lot are making two to three thousand dollars a month in cash back, and there's no catch. The cash back gets added directly to your account. You can cash out anytime uh, to your bank account, PayPal, e-gift card, Amazon, or other brands. Download the free GetUpside app today. Use promo code BASEBALL to get 50 cents a gallon cash back on your first tank. That's code BASEBALL for 50 cents cash back. Thank you for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen of the day as this is being dropped on Friday, October the 1st. Happy October, everybody. This weekend, like I mentioned a couple different times, might will not see the regulars in the lineup. It's okay. Playoffs are clinched. A couple things I'm looking for. Yadier Molina, I think, needs to see at least one game or get some at-bats this weekend as he continues to nurse uh, that sore shoulder. I would rather not Wednesday, October 6th, be the first time he's seeing the field since, um, since Sunday, the 26th of September. That's over a week off of, of actual playing a baseball game. It'd be nice to see him on the field. Mundo Sosa also, I think, is somebody that the Cardinals need because I don't think it's a coincidence that the offense has quieted down Wednesday and and Thursday since Paul DeYoung got in the lineup. And yes, Paul DeYoung had a very nice weekend against Chicago. So before you you blow up and say, Lucas, you're just being blind against Paul DeYoung, Paul DeYoung had a nice weekend against Chicago. Don't get me wrong. But I still think Mundo Sosa is the starting shortstop when he gets healthy. So I'd like to see him get healthy very quickly and to see him get some at-bats as well. And other than that, I I really just think it's getting the regulars to making sure you find the balance of resting regulars and playing regulars to still win the game, putting your best foot forward. Pitching wise, Jack Flaherty, I I would like to see Jack Flaherty get two more outings, uh, have him and Dakota Hudson ready to go out of the bullpen in the wildcard game. I've made that clear. I've talked about that last couple episodes in my ideal world. Well, first of all, my ideal world, Adam Wainwright throws a complete game. But in my ideal world, you have Dakota Hudson and Jack Flirty for the wild card game ready out of the bullpen. If you want to talk about making one or both of them starters for the remainder of the postseason, that's fine. But I think those two should be the candidates to be the first out of the bullpen should Adam Wainwright require a quick hook. Adam Wainwright has not shown the need for a quick hook very, very much this season, but in the wild card game, it's a completely different animal. So... A quick hook should be necessary for Adam Wainwright. If a quick hook should be necessary for Adam Wainwright, I'd like to see Dakota Hudson and Jack Flaherty be ready to go. Hudson will be because he's making a start today. Flaherty, I'd like to, they I would like for them to use him in a way that make him available on Wednesday out of the bullpen. Speaking of Adam Wainwright, uh, he's making the start, like I mentioned, just fine tuning things in the bullpen. Uh, according to an article, but by Zachary Silver. Um, he's got a one and three record or four three ERA in seven games, six starts at Dodger Stadium in his career, nine games, eight starts in San Francisco. It's four and five with a three seventy ERA. But as he alludes to in the um, articles, uh, Silver does that; um, those numbers don't necessarily dictate how he's d- going to do this season because this season hey, he's been on another level. A lot of confidence for her. we're going to break down the wild card on Monday and Tuesday show. And on Wednesday show, we're going to have all sorts of wildcard breakdown on next week's episode. So on Monday, be sure to tune back in, breaking down the series as well as ho- breaking down playoff rosters, what happened around the league. I want your second listen today to be Locked on MLB. Head over to Locked on MLB with Sully to see what's going on in the rest of the baseball world because he's got great insight and he's also joined occasionally by other Locked on MLB hosts. That's going to do it for me today on Friday, October the 1st. Like I said, this should be... Pretty low-key weekend for the St. Louis Cardinals. Keep everybody healthy, but keep everybody sharp at the same time. Follow me on Twitter at LJFastball. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Cardinals. And be sure to email the show with any questions at at LockedOnCards.Dumall.com. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, Cardinals. Hit the bell to be notified when a show goes live. And leave a rating on iTunes as well. Have a great, great weekend, everybody. Until I talk to you guys on Monday, be sure to stay safe, stay well, and have a fantastic rest of your day.